your local community radio station, Pure West Radio. Hello, it's Toby Ellis here, and I'm really excited to tell you about Lynn Perfect's show, Heart to Heart, as on a Sunday night between 9 and 11, she will be able to give you some helpful wellness advice. Using her spiritual connections, she'll be able to get rid of some negative energy and turn that into a positive. We hear some wonderful stories and uh, some tales from her adventures, but also Lynn is just a wonderful person to confide in. So whether maybe if you're worried about some uh, marital issues at the moment, possibly be meet you and the partner are maybe just having a few issues at the moment, or possibly maybe you're struggling a little bit in work, or maybe you haven't got as much energy as you normally do have, well, Lynn Perfect will be able to give you some very helpful wellness advice. Uh, she joins you on Heart to Heart each and every Sunday night between 9 and 11, right here at POS Radio. Listen live at purewestradio.com. 24 hours a day. Pure West Radio.
little bit of crocodile rock there, especially for Shelby. But good evening and welcome once again to Sunday night here at POS Radio. You're tuned in to myself, Lynn Cheryl Perfect. And of course, Sundays wouldn't be Sundays without the very beautiful, the very lovely... My technical technical, Emma Ruth Thomas. Oh, I'll pay you later, Lynn. Thank you very much. Hello, hello, hello. Good evening. What a fantastic Sunday night it's going to be tonight because, yes, we are paying tribute. We're going to celebrate the icon that is Elton John tonight. Yeehaw. So if you've got any of your favourite songs of Elton's, please get in touch here at POS Radio. Telephone number 01437 764455. Or of course, you can message us in on Facebook or of course, text in on 60777. Just remember to put PWR before your message. So we're going to take it away with one of my favourite songs, I have to say. This is Elton John and I'm Still Standing.
Radio. There's a lovely track with Goodbye Yellow Brick Road with our tribute to the one, the only Elton John. Now, you remember, um, you may remember last week we were talking about Conkers. <laughs> we was indeedy. <laughs> and we had a lot of people messaging in after the show, actually, with regards to Conkers and how you can make them hard. So if anybody's out there been doing a little bit of conquering, getting ready for your conquer matches... Remind us of some of the ways, Emma, that you can harden your conkers. Um, you can boil them in vinegar. Mm-hmm. You could... Somebody said about freezing them. I'm sure that's cheating, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is definitely a cheat. Filling them with glue. 
Yeah, that's definitely a cheat. That is definitely a cheat. But did you know that conkers are very versatile? Because you can actually soak them in water and you can make some um, washing powder. It's, it's very much, um, very natural. Oh, yeah. What, to wash your clothes in? Yeah. Oh, well. So you, you leave the conkers to soak and then you allow it to skim off. It gets a little bit frothy and then you leave it again. I think you, le- think you have to leave it for some time. But um, <laughs> this is what, this is what so you, you do. So if you're clothes- on the sticks, if you're on the sticks and, you know, you're, you're doing your clamping and all the rest of it, then you can use conkers to wash your clothes. I wonder what it smells like. Is nothing conkers. like that. Yeah, nothing like Dazzler, is it? Oh, good, no, good, no. <laughs> no, no, no. It, smell- it smells natural. Oh, natural. Natural. So, yeah, if anybody's got... Woodland musk. Absolutely. (laughs) If anybody has got any stories about your conkers, then please get in touch with us here at the studio because we'd love to tell your stories. We've had a few comical ones, haven't we? We have indeed. We'll keep them for later. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) But we are talking about Elton John tonight. Now, did you know, did you know, did you know that he actually sold more than 300 million records? Wow. 300 million. He's a singer, songwriter, composer and icon and was born Reginald Kenneth Dwight. And he was born actually on March the 25th. Now that's quite a mouthful for a name, isn't it? <laughs> no I wonder mean, he changed it to Elton John. <laughs> I thought Agatha Mavis Dingleby was quite a mouthful, but that really is, isn't it? Reginald <laughs> Kenneth Dwight. But he was born on March the 25th in 1947 uh, in Middlesex. He discovered his passion for music at such an early age and taught himself how to play the piano when he was only four years old and he progressed as he won a scholarship to a youth programme at the Royal Academy of Music in London. So he did exceptionally well for himself, didn't he? Definitely. And was it last year there was the John Lewis Christmas advert? That depicted him um, as a young boy um, on the piano, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, yeah. Oh, bless his heart. So he's been playing the piano for a long time. He has indeed. Very Very talented talented chap. Yeah, absolutely. But we're going to continue on with tonight's tribute. And we're going to play a request now. This is for a lovely lady who's just recently got married. Only last Thursday, in fact. This is for Lynette and for Dan. With all of our love for myself and from Emma. This is Kiss the Bride. Well, she looked up peach in the dress she made when she was still a mama's little girl And when she walked down the aisle everybody smiled at her
From Pembrokeshire, Pure West Radio.
Don't Go Breaking My Heart there by Elton John and Kiki D. My goodness, I remember singing that on karaoke years ago. No way before my time, darling. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. So as we continue on with our story of Elton John, he had a difficult relationship with his father, sadly. Uh, his parents divorced when he was just a teenager, but he enjoyed the sounds of early rock and roll to get him through that time. Uh, he wanted to pursue a career in pop music, and much to his father's dismay, Elton dropped out of school at just 17 to follow his dream, and he started playing with a group called the Bluesology. Ooh. Mm, one of the top acts of the 1970s, in fact. So Elton became equally famous for his live shows. Uh, he dressed, as you may know, in fabulous over-the-top costumes and glasses, because he's very famous for his glasses, isn't he? Oh, yes. And his elaborate concerts that he held. And Elton once said that he wasn't a sex symbol like Bowie or Mark Bolan or Freddie Mercury. So he dressed more on the humorous side, because if he was going to be stuck at a piano for two hours or more then he was going to make people look at him and take notice and remember him definitely but in 1976 Elton hit the top of the charts again with Don't Go Breaking My Heart the tune we just played there with his duet with Kiki D and he soon decided to take a break from music focusing his energies on his soccer team that he co-owned in England oh yeah do you remember that that was going back a while ago now that is going back a while it is yeah so around that time, he also uh, publicly announced that he was bisexual. Um, he later came out as a gay man. And at that time, Elton was ridiculed and taunted for his sexuality. So the controversy died down and he made a triumphant return, which was so glad that he did. And that was to music in 1979 with the album A Single Man. Wow, what an interesting story so far. I know. And he also, I have to say, he married Renate. Renate? Renate. Renate. We're trying to work it out. And then he divorced. And then he divorced. He did. He married in 1984 and divorced in 1988. But the gentleman that he married, they're still on good terms, eh? Of course. Of course. Wouldn't you still be on good terms with Elton? Absolutely. He's a really nice guy. Isn't he? He's a sweetheart. But it has come to that time of the evening, as we always do on a Sunday night, with Healing Hands, Healing Hearts, where myself and Emma, we radiate our healing out to anybody who's in need tonight. So whether that's emotionally, mentally or physically, myself and Emma are here to aid and assist. So this is a time of the evening just for you to sit back, to relax and just enjoy and just send out your thoughts for anybody that you know that may need that healing energy at this moment in time, regardless of circumstances or situations. We're going to play for you now, Michael Jackson and Heal the World. about 
um, the generations and to say we want to make it a better place for our children and our children's children so that they, 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 they know it's a better world for them and think they can make it a better place. There's a place in your heart And I know that it is love And this place is brighter than tomorrow And if you really try You'll find there's no need to cry In this place you feel there's no hurt or sorrow There are ways to get there If you care enough for the living Make a little space Make a better place Heal the world Yeah,
continue on now with our tribute to Elton John and this is Circle of Life.
Branching out in different directions, Elton teamed up with Tim Rice for several projects and they worked together on the soundtrack for the 1994 animated hit, as you just heard there, with A Circle of Life and The Lion King, uh, which was one of the movie's songs, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? We're going to play that for you shortly, but it was brought by Elton, his first Academy Award winning for the Best Original Song, and the pair later received a Tony Award for the Best Original Score in 2000 for their musical Ada. Mm, now we, we looked this up, didn't we, Len? Yeah, we did. So, um, so yes, what we what we found out was the music, um, obviously by Elton John, the lyrics by Tim Rice, um, and it was for, um, from a book by Linda Wolverton and Robert Falls, and um, it was originally produced by Walt Disney the- Theatricals oh, as well. Wow. So that was an amazing. I have to say that I've never heard of that musical because you said it was an opera didn't you well it was it was based um based in egypt mm. i think we'd have to do a little bit more research on this because it looks really good on the um on the internet here now um let's have a look so the story it was conflict between egypt um and nubia gives birth to a star-crossed love affair between ada the captured princess Ooh. yes and an egyptian captain who um enslaved her people um, so with love and responsibility at odds, Ada and this gentleman Ramadas, Ramadams, I'm not pronouncing his name correctly, they must decide to follow their hearts or lead their people. Oh, mm. wow. That's amazing. 
amazing, isn't it? I wonder whether they washed their clothes in conkers in them days. <laughs> Who knows? They definitely did wash their clothes in the rivers. But Elton received a number of honours in 1994. Um, he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Wow. And the Queen made Elton a commander of the Order of the British Empire uh, the following year. Uh, the Queen knighted him several years later, making him officially Sir Elton John. Oh, that's amazing, Amazing, isn't it? yes. Well done. And then in 1997, while he enjoyed all the recognition and praise, he soon found himself rocked by grief, as did, well, most people, I'd say, in the UK. Um, it was during the summer of 1997 where Elton John lost a good friend, uh, many a friend, I have to say, in Princess Diana. Uh, he reworked one of his classic songs, Candle in the Wind, as a tribute to pre Princess Diana, uh, with the song's proceeds going to a charitable trust established in her honour. Candle in the Wind, 1997, selling more than 30 million copies that year. And Jane says that she remembers uh, that song of Princess Diana, who did so much work in Angolia and uh, with the removal of landlines. And, well, she still isn't she? She's an icon in herself, isn't she? Oh, yes. One of the world's greatest, yeah. So we're going to play this song in remembrance of Princess Diana, but also for everybody who loved her, especially you, Jane. This is Goodbye, England's Rose. Goodbye, England's Rose. May you ever grow in our hearts You are the grace that placed yourselves Where lives were torn apart You called out to our country And you whispered to those in pain Now you belong to heaven And the stars spell out your name And it seems to me you lived your life like a candle in the wind Never fading with the sunset when the rain set in And your footsteps will always fall here along England's greenest hills Your candles burned out long before your legend ever will Loveliness we've lost Those empty days Without your smile This torch we'll always carry For our nation's golden child even though we try The truth brings us to tears All our words cannot express The joy you've brought us through the years And it seems to me You've lived your life like a candle in the wind Never fading with the sunset When the rain set in your footsteps will always fall here Along England's greenest hills Your 
candles burned out long before Your legend ever will Goodbye, those roses. May you ever grow in our hearts. You were the grace that placed ourselves where lives were torn apart. Goodbye, those roses from a country lost without your soul. Who missed the wings of your compassion more than you will ever know. And it seems to me you've lived your life like a candle in the wind, never fading with the sunset when the rain set in. And your footsteps will always follow you along England's greenest hills. Your candles burned out long before. Legend ever will. Beautiful song there, especially with thoughts in mind of Princess Diana. We're going to take it away with a song now. Uh, this is especially for Carmel. Our thoughts are with you, Carmel. I know that Jess Glynn is one of your favourites. And this is also especially for the very beautiful Sue. This is All I Am.
you Ooh, yeah, all I know and all I am is you a little bit of Jess Glynn there. Now, we've been doing a little bit of research here at POS Radio. We've been researching conkers. <laughs> we love our conkers, don't we, Emma? We're obsessed with conkers. This we are indeed. <laughs> the last couple of weeks. I did. I actually went conquering not long ago with a dear friend of mine. And I have to say that Pam has messaged in and we did a little bit of research, didn't we? And I have to say that while we were researching, Pam messaged in telling us exactly the same thing that we were re- researching. Tell us what it was. Emma? Well, we were flicking through good old Google and we found that there's an old wives' tale that says spiders have a morbid fear of horse chestnuts, conkers, and can prevent th- these can, can prevent the eight-legged visitors coming into your home. So we had a look to see if it was scientifically true. And even though there is um, scientific research into the um, the toxins that are found in horse chestnuts or in con- conkers, um, that is completely um, disgusting to insects. They don't like the smell, do they? No, that's right. But there's, there is um, research here that says spiders aren't insects. Ooh. So I think it's still pretty much in the air, up in the air. Is it true? Is it not? Is it fact? Is it fiction? It is it is it is it um i've also got other place other things here that we can keep our spiders out of our home we'll keep that for another day but um but yeah well it's worth a try stick a conquer underneath your settee and see if you get any spiders this year i wonder whether it works for toads <laughs> because i have to say i have lovely neighbors and one of my neighbors has a pond and quite frequently, oh, don't I get I get the little frogs coming into my little bit- shack out of the back, and one day, one day when I had no conkers, I have to say, was that my son actually put his boots. Oh no! <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Outside the door by the shack, and the next day. <laughs> He got the boots in front of him. You can just imagine, can't you? Socks are on. He's getting ready. His boots in front of him. There he was. He put his foot in it. He thought, oh, that feels like a bit of a stone or something in there. What is it? He pulled it out and there, staring him in the face, was a frog. Oh, dear. So hasten to add that the frog then went flying across my lounge floor and my son who was probably about 19 at the time, went flying out of the door himself, (laughs) peeking through the windows from the outside like you would when you're looking for Tinkerbell at the end of the garden. You don't want to get caught. They were staring in my lounge. So I went downstairs to find out what was going on. And I was, well, I had to call the fire brigade, love, because I couldn't cope. (laughs) I couldn't cope. I was fire brigade. Well, I couldn't cope. I'm not, you know, I love animals. You know, I don't even eat them, but it was just jumping around. I just couldn't cope with it. So I think it had gone underneath the sofa. So I'm not quite sure where the conkers work. Oh, I'd rather conkers than the toad or a frog under Mm. my sofa, love. Yeah, I'm not too bad with spiders. I can actually pick them up if they're not big and black. I can pick them up and pop them outside. I've learned to do that when I used to have a phobia Mm. over spiders. But if any of you at home have um, any ideas (laughs) what you can do with conkers, or even if you have any ideas how to kindly put our little friendly spiders outside, other than a, a cup and a piece of paper, or gently handling them, if there's another way without you know allowing them allowing them to live on isn't it then please get in touch with us here at pos radio of course if you've got any phobias we'd love to hear your phobias i have a phobia i have to say i do have 